0: Richard Case.
1: Good morning, Kathy. Uh, Here we are. uh, Tuesday. Good
2: morning. uh,
1: January the 11th and uh, headed into the new year of 2022. Wow. (laughs) Amazing how fast. Christmas went pretty fast, didn't it?
2: Oh, it did. It came and went really fast. I'm just thinking 1-11-22. That's some interesting numbers.
0: Yeah,
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Double, double, double. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Well, we're uh, continuing our, you know, series on overcoming worry, fear, and anxiety. Uh, we actually had a question uh, from one of our listeners, uh, Sandra. Um, she asked this question. It's really a good one, um, as we're uh, particularly dealing with, uh, you know, people in our life that can be believers, non-believers. Um, How does this process work with someone who is not yet a follower of Christ? I know God can speak to anyone in any stage of belief. I wonder if the focus of abiding should be get the person to believe in Christ first or just let God speak to them about their practical soul uh, issue. Um, So uh, this is really, really interesting uh, that um, think of it a little bit broader and that is that uh, life is Christ mm. uh, he says I am the way the truth and the life uh, that um, he said I created uh, and again this goes back to uh, Genesis as well as it's restated in Hebrews eleven three. Uh, the world was created by him speaking it mm. so all of life is um, uh, basically uh, been created and is the recipient of the life of God because that's how it was created. Uh, Colossians goes into a really good uh, discussion about this in um, uh, Colossians 1, uh, 12 through 19, Uh, but it was created by Christ, for Christ, in Christ, of Christ. Uh, All things were created visible and invisible by Christ. So the life is all an extension uh, of God, and that's why um, his creation, which are people, are created how? Everybody's created how? In the image Mm -hmm. of God. Right. Um, When Adam and Eve were created.
2: Believers and unbelievers.
1: Believers and unbelievers, because all, see, all humans were created in the mm-hmm. image of God, Himself. Yes. Uh, so, um, Adam and Eve had the perfect imagery because they oh. had the spirit within them, the communication with God, uh, which He gave them authority over the earth. Um, and they were in perfect harmony because they were body, soul, spirit, uh, able to uh, enjoy the the uh, Master of the Creation, God, uh, in fellowship, and by the way, God created us for fellowship. Um, so that uh, Ephesians one, uh, this is in uh, verses fifteen to seventeen, it says, "We are His inheritance." Uh, he loves being with us. So this is this is important to keep reminding ourselves that. Because we have a tendency with what religion tends to do is push things to you better perform to please the the God of the universe. Um, And He's out there somewhere not happy with us. (laughs) Right. Uh, Because we're just not that good. And if you would just get better at performing, then I would, you know, God would like you. Uh, Mm -hmm. He says, well, um, because of what happened with Adam and Eve. Uh, they, they exercised their free will, which, which is in the image of God, mm-hmm. because love is about uh, freedom, uh, that uh, they fell and had a nature where they went to the flesh, right their own way and not follow God. Uh, he said, so I had provided a remedy for that, which is my son Jesus. Um, he took on the penalty. Uh, became what's called the propitiation for sin, the substitute for sin, uh, and took on the punishment. And because he went to the cross, forgave everybody, which we've talked about in the relationship issues here in this last uh, uh, couple days, uh, I now offer you reconciliation to come and be in relationship with me, which God says is my heart for you. And... I always want to be in relationship with you on everything and give you the very best, the covenant life. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. That's my heart. Um, right. Now, by the way, he says, <laughs> in order for me to do that, you've got to live in my kingdom, which is spiritual, surrender your will to mine, let the Holy Spirit guide you and lead you, um, and then I can deliver to you my very, very best because you walk on my path for me to deliver the very, very best because you're with me. Um, I can't mm-hmm. let you be God and have you uh, say, well, I want you to walk with me and do what I want. He said, well, then mm-hmm. I'm letting you be God and I can't do that. Um, I can't share my glory with you, uh, but rather I want you to receive you know, what I have. So he says, everybody that I've created in my image is to be in a receiving mode.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I will.
1: I will speak. I will communicate. I will offer, and everybody is in a, is in a receiving mode. And in order uh, to be a receiver, you just have to have a heart to receive it. It doesn't mean that you're already spiritual. Or it doesn't mean you're already a believer. It's just that you have a heart to receive it. So uh, he makes this great statement. Uh, He says this uh, several times in Scripture, particularly in Isaiah 55, uh, which I know you've spent quite a bit of time in, uh, that he says, my word will not return void, but will fulfill its purpose. Uh, Why? Now, now this is important. See, the Bible isn't a bunch of to-dos. The Bible is the life of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, Christ. Right. He is the Word. My words are spirit and their life. Uh, so that um, when we are expressing the Word of God,
0: hmm. we're not
1: saying go do this. We're saying receive the life of God. Right. And, and by definition, in order to even start it, <laughs> an unbeliever has to receive it. Uh, and he has the capacity to receive it. Right. Otherwise, well, otherwise really, it would be impossible. In yeah, other words, and, you're, you're separated from God. Um, and in order to hear what I have to say, you have to be a believer, but you can't be a believer unless you hear what I have to say. Right. So he can't set up that impossible scenario, yeah,
2: right? Well, and we even see, you know, when we come back to our podcast name, "Come and See," um, we see Jesus modeling that with the disciples. He didn't say, "Believe and then come and see and hear." Right. He said, "Just come, you know, just come and see," and then and he would speak, and they would hear, and then decided what to receive, and and started their own journeys with that. Yeah. And I think there is there is a level of um, you know, as we lead people continually back to Jesus' feet, really simply just bringing them to come and see and allowing Him to speak. And when they have a heart to hear, that starts their journey with Him. And their journey may look very different from our journey. And I think we do oftentimes want to make everybody's journey look exactly like ours did. Right. Um, There's there's a tendency for us to do that. Um, But His word, like you said, will not return void. And so as He speaks, and they are willing to come and listen, they will begin to see and hear him and, and grow in their faith. That'll be part of the journey, part of him wooing them, part of the invitation.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so the, um, uh, it's not a matter of, um, I have to persuade you of anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, in order for someone to follow God, they ultimately have to believe in him I believe that you died for my sin. I believe that I, I need you. I believe now that I want you in my heart as Lord and Savior, and I have a heart to live in your kingdom, which means when you do that, he says, you pass from death to life. This is in uh, John 5, 24. And you are sealed in Ephesians 1 with the Holy Spirit. So now you do have the Holy Spirit that is able to now consistently speak to you and grow with you. But it doesn't mean that um, I hope that I get it and then maybe I can hear them. No, it's, it's a receiving mode at the very, very beginning to come to that place. So that um, as I deal with, deal with unbelievers, um, see my goal isn't to, I've got to persuade you to become a believer, um, uh, I think I, I, I try to do what Christ has done where he just said um, would you like to know the truth? Would you like to come and see why? Well, because your life isn't very good. Um, you're struggling, you're, it's a problem, you're, you're having difficulty. Would you like to know that there's a better way? Um, so what I do is I give them scripture because that's the life of God. I don't, I don't have to try to convince them of anything.
2: Yeah, you don't need to make a case for him. No, even. Uh, yeah. it's
1: just, well, here's, some, let me get you into the word um, and start to see some things. And then your curiosity, if you have a heart to hear, your curiosity will, will uh, say, well, what about this? How does this work? Um, and then you go further and further because then this is really cool. I don't need to guide it. Uh, God will guide it. He knows exactly how to address this person
2: right. with a heart. And in fact knows what's at the heart of their biggest hurdles yeah. and what's holding them up. So yeah. he knows how to speak into that.
1: Yeah, uh, and to bring them you know, to, to himself. Uh, so that, um, you know. For, for example, and this is a great story uh, that you could spend time in, uh, but go to um, uh, John chapter two, the woman at the well. Uh, a Samaritan okay she's an unbeliever she's uh, a woman and a Samaritan and Jesus (laughs) because he's a male Jew isn't even supposed to be talking to her
2: right right Uh,
1: it's forbidden well he sends his disciples on and he's sitting there and she's there at the well and what does he say get me some water. Right. Uh, uh, Okay. Uh, Why are you talking to me? Right. Uh, Well, uh, because um, um, I'd like you to, you know, give me some water. And he said, well, uh, by the way, if you knew who you were talking to, um, you would realize that I have uh, water that that will be everlasting water. It'll never you'll never thirst again. (laughs) She says. Give me that water.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd like that water. Uh, he said, "Okay, mm-hmm.
1: uh, let's talk about that." Um, mm-hmm. And he goes on to, you know, express it. And she's curious uh, now. And what she's doing, see, is Jesus is speaking his word. She's responding to that with curiosity.
0: Right. Oh,
1: well, since you said that, well, how does that work?
2: Right. Where do and I? And he's speaking to her right where she's at. Right with, with what is interesting her in the moment with what he has, has peaked in her. Yeah. So that's an interesting thing too. It's not always what we expect is going to be what brings the light.
1: No. Uh, so he just makes a statement and then she reacts and okay, let me, let me get talked about that. And then she reacts, and let me talk about that. Um, Um, and then, um, he says, uh, uh, you know, I tell you what, um, why don't you go get your husband? And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll finish this. And she says, uh, well, I don't really have one. He says, yeah, I know you've had five and the one you're right. with now isn't your husband. In isn't words, it your husband, right? She, she's living in deep, deep sin. Has been and is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, uh, I perceive you're a prophet. And she switches the subject. I don't want to talk about this. Um, okay um you're a prophet and uh, uh, he said, well if you're if you understood me as a prophet, then you would worship me in spirit and in truth. Um, and he leads her into a discussion of the truth of this and uh, he says she says, well, the Messiah is, is someone like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, I am the Messiah, right Oh. Near the Messiah. Uh, <laughs> she goes, she goes, and she gets the whole town,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: brings them out, and said, "I've met the Messiah, and he told me everything I, he ever knew about me, and you ought to, you ought to know him too." And they all come to know Christ because of his speaking to one person who was an unbeliever, what truth, and let it, let I... it develop uh, with curiosity.
2: Right. So that, very organically. Yeah. yeah.
1: So there's no. So let me let me just uh, finish it this way. There's no system to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like okay, I gotta make them. I gotta make be a believer, and then they can abide. Uh, it's if they have a heart to process anything. Usually, what I'm what I'm dealing with is real stuff in their life. Wouldn't you like to know that there's a better way? Wouldn't you like to know that God could resolve this relationship? Wouldn't you like to know that you're in, under worry, fear, and anxiety and that God can has an answer for that? Um, I don't try to qualify, or are they believer or an unbeliever? I've got to do this first and that second. I just said, wouldn't you like to know?
0: Right.
1: Yeah, I'd like to know. Okay, well, let me give you some scripture, uh, read it, and then let's talk about it and see what it says to you. And my only question, and we talked about this last time a little bit, um, I'm offering my peace. Would you like to have, would you like to know it all? I don't have any agenda. I'm not trying to persuade you of anything. I'm not trying to judge you of anything. I'm not trying to get you to a certain point. Just would you have a heart to know that there's a, be- a beautiful way to live? Uh, they either say yes or no, see if they do, Great, stay with okay. them. If they say nah, I don't care. No, I don't believe it. No, nope, that's all baloney. Okay, uh, dust your feet off. Um, is it's not my role, but what I what I do do is I'm not arguing, debating, persuading. I give them the life of God, the word right. of God, which is, in essence, the beauty of abiding.
2: Right. And, and right. It, it
1: doesn't really matter. Where it starts is if you have a heart to abide, God's going to get you the truth. Now, by the way, right. um, I would say most of the people that I deal with are already believers. Mm-hmm. They've just lost their way. They've gotten so discouraged because they, they thought God should, 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 and he's not. Uh, they don't realize that they're in the flesh and not in the kingdom. And so I said, I understand that. But would you like to know that there's a way that God can heal your issue, that can resolve your issue, that can give you the covenant life, bless you to make you a blessing? Would you have a heart to go? Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, I understand. Why don't we spend some time in the Word, let it speak to you, and then you can learn to abide as you go into that process. And uh, the ones that have a heart to go, I mean, this is really cool, and that's why I say this. I guarantee you that God will resolve your issue hundred percent of right. the time because I know who God is and he absolutely right. does and will. And I can, I can guarantee that why don't you give it a try? Now mm-hmm. I can't tell them what to do. I can give them life, the word of God,
2: leading them to his word to and his then let, and then yes. let
1: them start receiving it and let their curiosity say, huh, how does that work? Um, right. how, how do how do we how do we make that work? And then all of a sudden they're they're abiding, hearing from God, getting God's answers, and it's like, oh man, look how cool this is! And once they're hooked, literally they'll never stop the rest of their life. Why would you? Uh, right, because you're being led by God into the beautiful covenant life, and that's what we we want to keep saying in our broadcast. Come and see, finding truth in a world of chaos. Why would you not?
2: <laughs> right, right.
1: So uh, hopefully that uh, answers that that question. That uh, don't make it a system, and don't worry about this has to be first or second. It's uh, pay attention to where they are. Give them word where they are. Let God guide you and lead you into it, and you just stay with them. They'll and trust they'll, the
2: Spirit to do His job. They'll learn to <laughs> abide, and
1: then they they will come to know Christ, have the Holy Spirit, and then go deeper and deeper into their abiding. So mm-hmm. there's not like a line. It's just Uh, There's a moment of your ability to abide increases dramatically, obviously, when you have the Holy Spirit within you, because now he can talk to you all the time. Uh, So that's an important piece of it, but uh, it's not the only piece of it.
2: That's beautiful. I thought that was a great question, too. And just a reminder to our listeners out there, keep the questions coming in, because it's so practical when we get to hear what you're struggling and wrestling through. Um, and, And I know there's many others who would have had that very same question. So I just think it's a great great thing when somebody will send those in for us
1: yep yep well we've talked about um this aspect of uh, as we're pursuing shalom um when we're in worry fear and anxiety the remedy is peace uh is i get i get to rest i get to trust i know that god's going to resolve this i see it happening I, i receive the instruction of it um, and as we, you know, kind of uh, end this little section, let's summarize uh, with a couple of beautiful verses. Go to Second uh, Thessalonians uh, three sixteen. Second sure. Thessalonians three sixteen. And let's uh, let's read that and uh, let let it uh, speak to us in terms of uh, it's it's a conclusion for us.
0: Sure.
2: Now, may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all.
1: Yeah, so that um, our prayer uh, is that the Lord of Shalom Mm -hmm. uh, himself that I'm living in surrendered to give me Shalom always in every way. So in other words, uh, any situation you got, which is causing you fear, worry, and anxiety, Uh, It's uh, the prayer is, God, give me, lead me, take me into shalom in every way, in every situation, because you promised me that. Right. Um, And I'm willing to go, and I trust it, and I'm going to live there, uh, and I'm going to be in peace. Um, Okay, now go to... And just uh, reiterating
2: again, that shalom, that peace is not only it doesn't come when the resolution comes right it comes in the middle of the journey because we're with him and he is peace right and as we trust him that is that's where that peace comes it's in the middle of it all it's
1: in the middle of it all now because i'm walking with him knowing right that i'm being directed into the resolution uh, yes
2: and that the resolution will come and he will lead and guide it. Yeah. yes
1: go to uh hebrews 13 20 to 24 uh 20 to uh 20 to 21, uh, 21, maybe. uh, 20 to 21. Uh, and again, it's a, it's a prayer, but it gives us a little bit more depth of that. Go ahead.
2: Sure. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will working in us, that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen.
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, He says, the power of the resurrection, who's the great shepherd and we're the sheep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Let him be the shepherd. Uh, He wants to bring us uh, this beautiful shalom. He says, through the blood of the eternal or everlasting covenant, which is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Um, That's my role is to bring you that peace into the process and this is what you you were just saying the process of i'm going to take the situation you got which is causing you fear worry and anxiety um, i'm gonna make it into blessing you can trust me in that and therefore let me give you the peace now Uh, stop worrying stop fretting stop going to fear don't worry about this Uh, trust me, uh, I'm going to do it uh, because I'm going to make you complete. And the word there is salvation. That's the word salvation. I'm going to bring salvation. I'm going to bring completeness in every good work that I have planned for you to do my will. And I'm going to work in you what is going to have you be led to receive peace, live in peace and let this uh, issue that you're facing be resolved to get to the, to the place of blessing. Uh, you, can, you can trust me in it. So that your prayer is always, as we've gone through this whole section on peace and shalom, is um, keep praying for it. Uh, Father, I wanna live in peace. Uh, give me the peace, when? Now. Now. <laughs> okay, so so there there it is. Uh, it's real simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you either are or not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you if you've if you said I'd like that piece, but tomorrow you're waking up in fear, worry, and anxiety, what has happened?
2: You've stepped out of the kingdom, really. Yeah, you're yeah. you're taking that back on yourself. Yeah,
1: see you took on the burden
2: mm-hmm.
1: yourself and basically said yeah, but I don't think this will get resolved. Um, mm-hmm. Or I'm going to try to do it myself, and I'm going to try to do it. And and, and when it gets resolved, I'll feel better. Um, and by the way, that's when we test God. When we'll say, well, when you resolve it, then I'll I'll uh, be willing to go to peace. He says, no, you got to go to peace now. Trust me, I'm going to resolve it. Um, you know,
2: it's funny as you're as you're speaking, I'm reminded of. Um, a tweet <laughs> that I, I see periodically come out, um, a little meme or tweet or whatever, this phrase that is, a, you hear a lot in modern day church that is not sound theologically. And it says, do everything you can, let God do the rest. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I think too often that is our theology yeah. on how, th- and, and that is why we don't stand in peace. Right. That is where we sit in worry, fear and anxiety, because I've got to do everything I can and then throw up my hands and let God do what only he can do. Right. And and that's you know, I don't know if you want to speak into that a little bit, but that is just false theology. And it may make a, a great little tweet and make everybody feel good when they see it. But it's wrong. It's not biblical.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, think about the comment, do everything you can. Mm-hmm. Um, how long are you going to do that?
2: well, I'm a strong and capable woman. I could do that for a long time. Yeah, see, you'll you'll keep doing it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Because you can do more stuff.
2: Right, right. Well, I
1: can figure this out. Well, I can try this. I can try that. I can dig
2: myself into quite a hole. Uh, All right, that
1: didn't work. I'll try this. Well, that didn't work. I'll try this. Well, that didn't work. I'll try this. Um, Mm -hmm. Or I guess I go to resignation. I guess this is what I'm going to have to live with. Mm -hmm. that um, I can't get past this problem. Uh, So I guess God wants me to live with that problem. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's my lot in life. Um, So I quit, or I give up, or I go to resignation, go to discouragement. This is what the essence of, um, you know, when you talk about fear, worry, and anxiety, it can lead to um, kind of a a depressed state, an oppressed state, Mm -hmm. like
2: absolutely yeah
1: why bother anymore Um, nothing in my life is ever that good I never get a break Uh, or I had a little bit of success and the next thing happened and I knew that was gonna happen Uh, but um, he says yeah the the key is you got to stop trying to do it yourself Uh, why you can't do it yourself Um, I I only have the power, God speaking, to bring resolution to this uh, and to take you out of fear, worry, and anxiety. You have to learn that, that um, I can resolve this. I will uh, fix this. And see, it's not a matter of, because of the way people view life and they're around other believers, and it's about this interesting, and this is where the false comes in, It's we prayed, we prayed, we prayed, we prayed, we prayed. God take care of it. 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 It didn't get taken care of. So therefore, I can't really trust God. Why bother praying? Why shouldn't, why don't I just do the best thing I can? And that's the way I see most people living around me as believers.
2: As believers, Uh, that's what I see a lot of. So don't
1: tell me that God's going to resolve this. Mm -hmm. sorry I don't see it I say I know (laughs) I understand Um, and this is why we're so committed to try to shift the truth Uh, come and see finding truth in a world of chaos is uh, life with God is completely different than most people experience and the reason is, is that they're they're doing what you just suggested. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I got to perform. I got to perform. I got to perform. I got to fix. And God says, no. You need to release it. You need to surrender to me and let me bring it about. Let me guide you. Let me uh, uh, take you into the solution. And I'll resolve every one of them hundred percent. Which is why I can say to anybody and I get a lot of people with lots of trouble. Okay, you're in trouble, I understand that. Would you like God to resolve it? Yeah, okay, I guarantee you that God will resolve it. And of course, they're they're dumbfounded, like, no. You can't do that, you don't have the right to do that. I said, yes I do, because I know my God. Why, because that's what's happened to me. Right. 100% of the time, all the sticky wickets of life, all the trouble of life, all the adversity of life, all the stuff that happens that you tend to go to (laughs) fear, worry, and anxiety. Yeah, you have that reaction. But I've learned, well, I'm going to ask God for shalom. He'll resolve it. Hey, uh, guide me, lead me into the resolution. It will be resolved 100% of the time. And I can have shalom in the middle of it. Because it's happening. It's going to happen. And and he guarantees it, that it's going to happen. Uh, And and we can trust it. And all I can say is that everybody that I've said that to that ever had a heart to say, okay, I'll give it a try, 100% of the time they got resolved. And it's it's such a beautiful thing to watch uh, because we get to be part of it.
2: Right, Uh, right. When
1: you see somebody else who is going through this stuff and you see God resolving it, and then they come back and say, man, it was remarkable what happened. Mm -hmm. I said, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know. And the key is you had to stop trying to do it yourself. Right. Uh, You had to be willing to surrender and say, well, let me follow you into Mm -hmm. your answer because you know best and none better and I'm gonna be the recipient of that. And so I'm gonna learn that instead of me trying to figure it out. And, and by the way, when that happens, see like Linda and I and, and you too, um, we still have stuff come up.
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, what do we do? What, what do you got to say about this father? You know, I just, I just shared ahead COVID. Uh, oh, uh, tested positive for COVID. Uh, what do you got to say about this? Well. I'm gonna heal you. It's not gonna be severe. Uh, get a, get a, some some rest. Uh, you'll be fine. Uh, it's Not gonna be harmful to you. Actually, it's giving you immunity. Uh, so uh, it's good for you. Uh, relax. Okay. Uh, it wasn't like, okay, I gotta go do this, 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 and this. I gotta make sure this happens. I gotta make sure that happens. Uh, I fret, what if, what if, what if? Uh, oh my gosh, this could be awful. I could be in trouble. I could die. Um, <laughs> God says, why don't you ask me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, let you know. Yeah. Uh, no, this
1: is the way it's going to go. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring resolution to this, healing to this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can trust me. Have shalom right now, right in the beginning. So it wasn't like when I felt better. I had shalom. At the but be-
2: in the process. In the process
1: yeah. of it. Because why? I've learned, well... I'm not going to try to figure this out myself. Mm -hmm. What do you have to say about this? Uh, And I'm going to follow him knowing who he is and the beauty of who he is. So, uh, yeah, it's a a false theology to say, I'll try everything I can, and if I can't do it, then maybe God can handle it. He says, no, you're going to have to let it go now. Right. Let let me guide you into my place, which is uh, the best. Uh, And actually, as we get into this... um, Uh, as we're trying to understand this uh, deeper, um, uh, it is following instruction in what's called uh, be steadfast uh, in the process. So um, if you go to uh, Colossians uh, chapter uh, one, 19 through uh, 23, Colossians one, 19 to 23, if you could read that for us
2: for in him all the fullness of god was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things whether on earth or in heaven making peace by the blood of his cross and you who were once alienated and hostile in mind doing evil deeds he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him if indeed you continue in the faith stable and steadfast not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and of which I, Paul, became a minister."
1: Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, you know, what he's saying here is that uh, uh, Christ uh, said has reconciled all things in heaven and in earth. Uh, and the word there, and this is really cool, uh, We've talked before throughout our series about um, God's uh, bringing back the exceptional life that we lost with Adam and Eve. Uh, We had these seven exceptional things, authority, uh, provision, Provision. uh, work, marriage, uh, relationship, uh, identity, healing, and health, and communion with God. Um, The word here, reconcile, is I'm bringing back into harmony to the original condition uh, of life. And he said, that's my role is to uh, bring harmony to your life back to these seven exceptional things. Now we know because of our sin nature and we're living in a fallen world, it won't be back to Adam and Eve's level, which was perfection. Um, but it's going to be within the context of the battle of the flesh versus the spirit and uh, living in a fallen world where Jesus said you're going to have trouble. He said, um, while you're experiencing these things, I'm going to bring harmony and have you experience these seven exceptional things once again. Right. Um, and, he says, and he said this, I'm doing that. So that's circumstance. The stuff of life, circumstances of life, I'm going to bring back to harmony. He said, by the way, uh, I've reconciled you through the blood. Um, I've given you the opportunity to live in my kingdom with my life for you to uh, understand what it means to walk with me. He says, in order for me to bring harmony to the issue you got, which is what's causing you fear, worry, and anxiety. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He says, you got to be with me. (laughs) Right. Um, And you got to be in my kingdom. And that means surrender to me, the king. You surrender your will. I've given you the privilege of that. And there's nothing you need to do other than just come. Mm. That's it. You don't need to do any work at all. Just come with me. Just walk with me. And let me now guide you into the resolution of what needs to be harmonized in your situation that's out of harmony, which is why you're in stress, worry, and anxiety. Uh, And he he says, uh, you know, let me do that, uh, and trust me, he says, you do it by faith, which is walking with me and trusting me so that I can deliver the very thing that you need, to, to get resolved, and he said, your role is to be. and He uses the word steadfast. Um, okay, it's steadfast. When you when you think of the word steadfast, what do you what do you think of? What 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 does that remind you of?
2: Um, I think of like in it for the long haul, very you know, keeping pace, just staying with it until it transpires, sort of thing. Yeah, and um, not giving up.
1: Right. Uh, so that you st- steadfast means stay with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, What? Stay with me Mm -hmm. in my kingdom. Let me guide you into uh, what I'm going to do to bring harmony back to you. And your only role is don't walk away from it. Right. Uh, Now, our problem, we have a problem with this. (laughs) Uh, We got got an issue that's causing us fear, Mm -hmm. worry, and anxiety. When do we want that resolved?
2: Now, yesterday, actually. Yeah, see. uh, Okay,
1: take care of it. And I want it taken care of right now. Uh, And by the way, here's how I think you ought to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And by the way, that's what, if you listen to prayers, particularly in a group, uh, it's what I call wish list. God, I want you to do this in this way, in this timing, so that I can have this resolved. Right. Or they can have this resolved. Um, And God says, no, Um, there's lots of things working. Uh, Restoration of harmony may take some time. Uh, Issues might need to be resolved uh, step by step by step. Uh, So are you willing to be steadfast and let me deliver that to you, even if it takes a while? Right. But since it's going to be done what what would be your attitude okay it's going to be done you would day. be
2: walking in peace
1: i'd be walking still. i'd be walking in peace because mm-hmm. i'm steadfast on god's going to resolve it he says mm-hmm. so stay stay with me and be steadfast because i've given you the privilege to be in my kingdom and walk with me and you just got to walk that's it listen and let me resolve it and I'll bring harmony and I, and that's my job is to bring harmony back to everything that you got. I will, I will do it. It's, a, it's such a beautiful thing.
2: That's good, uh, yeah.
1: Okay, go to Second uh, Peter uh, uh, 1 and read verses 2 through 10. Second sure. Peter uh, 1, 2, uh, 2 through 10.
2: May grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall.
1: Yeah. So um, uh, he says that um, you know uh, be a partaker of the divine power mm-hmm. uh, by uh, living in these what's called these exceedingly great and precious promises. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, what are his exceedingly great and precious promises?
2: These are the promises that he's spoken to us, correct? Yeah, uh,
1: that um, it starts with, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing, the covenant. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to uh, apply that to your specific situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and I need you to uh, be a recipient of that, to receive it so that uh, when you're in the middle of the of the thing that's causing you the stress, worry, and anxiety, the question that you would ask God would be what?
2: What do you have to say about this? What do you have
1: to say about this as it applies to this specific situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that um, as we talked, you know, even uh, this last week where we gave a couple examples where you, you were told by God, yeah, you shouldn't have that worship night mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you're going to have... Problems with COVID, so I'm instructing you that my promise to you is I'm going to protect you if you listen to what I have to say. My answer is right. don't do it. Or the or the couple that was going on that cruise, right? Uh, right. Uh, no, my instruction is no. Um, my promise is I'm going to protect you, and my and the way I'm going to protect you is to guide you through what I've spoken to you. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very very specific. So he says, as you partake of that, um, you are going to now escape the corruption that is going to cause you fear, worry, and anxiety uh, because I'm going to protect you. Or you have an issue or you have a problem. And he says, okay, now let me resolve it for you. Hey, Rich, you got COVID. Let me resolve it for you. Um, Right. uh, And see, I didn't say, well, how come you didn't prevent it? Mm-hmm. He says, Well, uh I've got
2: other plans. <laughs> aren't, you, aren't, you, aren't
1: you part of the world? Yeah. Uh are mm-hmm. you you think you're exempt completely? No. Uh how about now that you have it, why don't you ask me what I have to say about it? Um uh, let me resolve it for you. I'm gonna promise you something, and you'll partake of the divine power, the divine nature. Uh, and he and he says, uh, and and what that happens is that you then grow in diligence, you grow in virtue, you grow in knowledge, you grow in control, you grow in uh, perseverance or steadfastness, uh, godliness, uh, love. Um, And you won't be unfruitful uh, in knowing Christ, uh, but rather um, you won't lack anything uh, but you'll be having, everything will, will be so that you won't stumble. Uh, why? Well, because I've listened to, in a steadfast way, what he had to say to me. And right. I stayed with it, like you did, to say, well, am I, am I hearing you right? Um, are you telling us not to? And then confirmation, 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 yes. Okay, you partake, You partook of God's blessing. Why? Well, because you, you persevered, you were steadfast in what? Mm-hmm. Following through to the promise of mm-hmm. what God has to say to us. Um, and uh, again, there's no magic to it, just like that couple. Uh, it was, well, I really like to hear from God. Okay, well, let's ask. He starts to hear. I, th- I, th- I think I'm hearing not to go. Okay, right. take that, process it further, persevere steadfast until what you know that you know you know yeah. that you know that you know and then be obedient to that mm-hmm. which is the resolution of the very thing so instead of uh and again like you could have or he could have gone to fear and worry uh-oh what if what if what if i make a mistake right. what if we go what should we go well i don't know maybe we want to go we paid for we paid for the trip i think mm-hmm. we should go uh won't god protect us anyway uh, but yeah, but what if, what if? And so he could have been living in fear, we in anxiety, and God says, well, why don't you just ask me and I'll tell you.
2: <laughs> right, right. Um,
1: and persevere to let me apply my truth to you to partake of the nature, which is restoration. So it's a, it's a beautiful uh, statement. Uh, it, lot, a lot of uh, profound truth with that, uh, of the precious promises that are all the time all we have to do is say, I'm going to persevere in the asking, receiving, confirming, and then, by the way, following.
2: Right. He delights to speak to us that way. Yeah, that's that's still, I sit in awe of that all the time. But yeah. the God of the universe actually wants to sit and have this conversation with me. Yeah. Really you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's got answers uh, in, a, in such yes. a beautiful way, which means that. Um, I don't need to live in fear, worry, and anxiety anymore. It's, I, I, I shift it to, okay, I got a problem. Uh, it's causing me a little bit of fear, a little bit of worry, a little bit of anxiety. Okay, it's fine. Uh, why don't you come to me, Just process with me, stay with me, persevere with me, steadfast with me. Let me speak, confirm, and, no, and know that I'm gonna deliver uh, what, I, what I promise. And you'll be a partaker of that and you don't need to worry; you just need to trust. Uh, so right. it's, it's a beautiful thing. So we'll uh, we'll pick this up again uh, more of this tomorrow uh, about what right. this means to follow his instruction. But uh, uh, it's it's just uh, it's just such beautiful. I just urge you to spend time in these verses to really grab the depth of that of how beautiful mm-hmm. this is, and you can trust it. Uh, we're saying you can absolutely trust
2: it. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Rich. Um, as always. Your insight and the wisdom that God has given you and your ability to express it is a blessing to all of us. So thank you for sharing and thank you to everyone for joining us today. Um, If you are enjoying this series, please be a friend and tell a friend and um, pass on. I think so many people right now, overcoming fear, worry and anxiety um, is is a great place for them to meet God really and to hear what he has to say for them. I think it's a great starting point for a lot of people right now. Amen. All righty. We'll
1: see you tomorrow, and we'll pick it up.
2: Great! Thanks Thank so much. Have a great day, us everyone. For today's
0: episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos, brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments, and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best, and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.